What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Earspace. Happy Monday. Thanks for starting your week out with us. On today's episode, we get to know Chris Eldridge. You may be familiar with him via his company, Forever Fun. I am actually currently wearing one of their shirts with a tie-dye on it. Pretty sick. Um, You can check out Forever Fun at itsforeverfun.com to pick up any of their merch, any of their awesome um, apparel that they make. And head over to Instagram at itsforeverfun to see their customs. They do like one-offs as well. I had a great conversation uh, with Chris. We haven't seen each other in a couple years. Um, We talked about Forever Fun obviously. Um, We also talked about hunting, um, his experience down in Full Sail University, branding, uh, a bunch of good company stuff and some music stuff tied in with it as well. Uh, Speaking of music, the song used on this episode is called Hunted by Sakari. There'll be a link in the description wherever you're listening to the music video for this song that Chris shot a couple years ago. It's a pretty dope track. As always, Earspace is made possible by Rock 10 Productions. If you're looking for any recording, mixing, or mastering for your audio project, check us out at rok10productions.com. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Chris Eldridge. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Earspace. Happy whatever day we put this out. Hope your week is going fantastic. On today's podcast, we are joined by Chris Eldridge. What's up, dude? So, man, how's it going? Life's great. That's fantastic. Thank you for the awesome merch or the awesome hoodie. We'll definitely throw up a, a photo of that. Oops, forgot to silence my phone. Big shout out to Forever Fun. Um, let's get into it about that for sure. Um, I'd say like before I like ask you about it. Um, I don't know if any of the the listeners out there have ever noticed the Forever Fun pillow on the brown couch. Uh, with all the guests, this is now the uh, the creator yes, sir. we have here. Yes, um, sir. So we're going to kind of bounce all over the place here, but uh, Forever Fun, I want to talk about it with that right off the get. Sure thing. The name. The name. What's the name about? Uh, the, the name is mostly about not forgetting to have fun and enjoy life as you get older. I yeah. know as we get older... Um, we're in our thirties, you know, early thirties and we're right at that stage where we're too old to try to act that young anymore, Yeah, yeah. but we know we're not like old enough, you know what I mean? To, to just not care about it. So it's mostly just that, um, it was a blend of things in my life. Like, uh, 
I take I take a lot of quotes and a lot of sayings. Um, they help me like the way I learn, the way I think. It's uh, putting words down, remembering quotes, remembering things that I like that I that I think is a good vision for how I should live my life is uh, kind of what sticks with me. Gotcha. And it just started off as like a kind of simple, like a carpe diem sees the day and uh, just kind of turned in that into a lifestyle forever fun. Once I found the name, it just kind of clicked. People liked the name. Yeah. And it was just kind of uh, uh, molded from a idea of life into a brand, basically. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And when when was the uh, inception? Well, like I said, it's changed a lot. Um, after high school, played like a year of football at Millersville, yeah, and kind of went um, without a major. Just did some gen eds and stuff because didn't really know what I wanted to do yet, but kind of knew that I wanted to take the path of the college route for for afterwards in life. Like you know, that's just. 10 years ago, they're really pushing. That's the thing you yeah, should right, be doing. Right, right. You know what I mean? And my dad was really on it too as well. So um, after that didn't work out and I kind of dropped out and started working for myself for a while, uh, it just came that I wanted to find something that I could spend my spare time with, my free time with, um, being passionate about that I can also enjoy doing but also have like a positive outcome or in my life. Okay. So like people like video games, I play video games, but not so much, but it pretty much like me spending that time and effort and enjoyment into doing that thing, but also into something where it can turn into like financially beneficial or just growth within myself, learning, always learning different things. So I've never found myself to be one like very good at one thing. I've just found myself to be kind of, if I want to do it, I'll teach myself how to do it and then kind of be like a more overall kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, gotcha. Uh, Forever Fun just started out as a kid with goals and yeah. Hell looking yeah. into the future of a bright life, but also trying to, along the way, just be like respectful and try to understand other people and, and learn more about life and enjoy it along the way. Hell yeah. So that's, it pretty much turned into um, something I was looking for to do for fun into yeah. something that I found out I was pretty decent with into yeah. something that now I can make some money with. Right, right, right. So is it, um, how many people are like, are on your team? Is it just you or you got other people working for you or how's that work? Uh, my buddy, Justin Taylor, you know, JT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the biggest involved, but over the years there's been tons of people that support me. And I've had different modes and uh, times of my life. I went to Full Sail in Florida. Yeah. Met a bunch of great guys down there. Um, managed an artist, Sakari, for a couple of years. And all those guys, like, fully repped when we were down there. They still do. Yeah. Uh, some live in Atlanta. Some live in Tampa still. I send them clothes all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's more or less um, J- Justin helps out the most. But I don't like to ask for too much help because, like, this isn't just something I'm doing for money right? or just something I'm doing to be successful at. I also enjoy it. And if I'm going to like be successful at it, I'd want it to just be like my, like my, yeah, idea. you gotta love you know it. What I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But so yeah, Justin helps out the most. What, where did the, uh, the tie in come with music? You, you mentioned you went down to full sales. So I'd imagine you already had like an idea of, or like a passion for music. Were, were you initially like, forever fun's gonna be involved with music or how'd that work out no it all just kind of 
it all just kind of morphed and blended and became what it was. Uh, I've loved music all my life. My dad is a singer. Yeah. And uh, he's been in bands like every, like he's never not in a band. Right. Since before I was born. So I grew up uh, like he did a show at Long's Park in the stadium there. Like when I was real young, I went to like yeah. things like that. Like, uh, and he still does it to this day. That's awesome. So yeah, I grew up with that. And um, my parents got divorced when I was two. Okay. And they both got remarried within a year. So I pretty much grew up with like four separate parents. Yeah. And all four separate parents had different taste in music. Mm. So my dad was like um like a funk, uh not so much disco, but like a funk, um, reggae, R and B kinda like vibe. My mom was real country. Yeah. Uh, my stepdad or my stepdad was like heavy metal, mm. like Metallica, Slayer, yeah, all yeah. these bands. Um a little bit of like corn and just different things like grunge yeah, 90s shout out to corn and- <laughs> corn's been popping up a lot on the podcast lately <laughs> yeah i see a lot of yeah. uh funny videos on like tiktok and yeah, stuff yeah. about corn and yeah people love that yeah <laughs> and then uh my stepmom was like uh pop music and then me growing up in the city some influence from my older cousins and stuff that's where hip-hop came in so gotcha. growing up i had um i learned to have a respect for like all forms of music even if it's like something that i one thing I don't like is when people say, oh, that music sucks. Right. And it's like, just because you don't like it right. doesn't mean that it sucks. Subjective. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, uh, starting growing up young, always had a passion for music, always had a, wa- a wide view on it. My dad sang, played instruments and things. I've tried over the years to do different things like guitar, piano. Uh, I just wanted to learn like the cool songs to play. I didn't want to like yeah, right, learn right. how to play. You know <laughs> I what I mean? Yeah. So uh, none of that really worked out. I don't have yeah. the voice for it. I don't have the the talent and the focus to like pick up an instrument. So I just always searching for that way that I could be more involved with music, mm. like something that I could do that I could feel that I was being as um, productive and like creative as these other people that are involved in music. Well, I didn't really have a hand in anything like technically like that. So uh, after a year of Millersville, I was just working like warehouse jobs for a couple years. And I did like three jobs, one year each. And by the third year of the third job, I just had like this like acceptance that I was like, I'm not like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I, I got to find something else that I can do. So. But I also still didn't know what I would like go to college for. So I did a bunch of research and I found uh, Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. And I was checking out some of their degrees and they had music business. And I was like, dude, that's perfect. Yeah, It's like I could be in and involved the music industry and everything that I want to be. But I don't have to like play an instrument or, right, right, right. or produce or anything like that. I can kind of take my vision and insight and kind of say uh this is what i want it to be like i like finding music and showing people music and them liking it like that's one of my favorite things yeah, to do yeah, you know what I mean? and if people ask like uh oh my my buddy chris showed me this song you know what i mean like love that that makes me feel good so uh yeah after that um went to full sale and that's where it really kicked off like all everything growing up as far as like me trying different things here and there kind of helped because once i got involved i was like well i could be management because yeah. i've recorded some songs of my own um i've shot music videos i've made clothing edit like pretty much anything that an artist would need i've done a little bit of yeah plus a little bit of the artist side did you ever rap 
Did I like make yeah. up that memory in my no. mind? Did yeah, you, I used did to. Did you rap. like put out a record at some point? Yeah, we put out a couple mixtapes. Gotcha, gotcha, with gotcha. Justin and uh, yeah. Ross and yeah, Antoine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seven one seven was possibly Eric on one of those songs. Eric Lutz. Because uh, well, he reminded me the other day, he was like, don't ever bring it up on the podcast, please. And I was like, I'm going to bring it up on the there's podcast. There's been nights where, see, when we did that, that was just for fun. Like, yeah. it'd be college nights drinking, yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. be out back, uh, right. you know, a little tipsy. And we just... I want to find that record. We love music and we... <laughs> we love music. Uh, dude, I don't, even, I don't even have stuff like that. Yeah. We love music and we found, like, after doing it, like... This weekend, next weekend, next weekend, like we we saw like a growth that we would we're getting better, right? So right. it wasn't like, hey, we want to be famous, we want to be, yeah, we want to be the next stars to to travel or what. It was just like, wow, like this is fun, yeah. This inv- this is music, and we're like getting a little better at it. So right, we would right. practice, and I would take like my little my laptop and my little MIDI and my little table stand mic yeah, and to yeah. any all any parties, anybody's oh, yeah. chilling. So there's multiple friends of ours. That have laid like one single verse or one yeah. single something because yeah. we we've been like, dude, what else she gonna do? Like, sorry like, to derail the journey. Like, I was just like, I, I have all these weird memories, and I was like, I don't know if they're real or not. You know, nah, they're real, man. But we just kind of leave those in the past. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but my bad. So you, you go to full sale. You're learning about. Uh, so tell me. Um, I remember when I was learning first about audio and whatnot. I looked at full sale, and and it was just at the time it didn't make sense for me, but um. Uh, I know they do like really good work down there. Like, what was that like? What was like your first day down at Full Sail like? Or I guess that's you can unpack that however you want. Sure. Like, how yeah. was your experience? No, Full Sail was Full Sail was really different, even all the way down to the living situation because um, it was an accredited university, and it was like right on. It was UCF. There was like okay. this big long road, and UCF was at one end, and Full Sail was at the other, but they didn't have any like. Uh, dorms or anything like that so it's pretty much like you go down you get an apartment that's where you live while you go to school and then you go to campus gotcha. so that was a little different uh being like that because when i was at millersville that's not how, yeah, that's not the case included. but it was really cool down there they had so many different um different degrees and different routes and modes you could take like videography um they even started the nxt like when i was down there for wrestling oh, okay and they had uh like the room the place that i graduated in they'd like tear down and set up that's actually where they would like shoot the the nxt that's down cool. there so yeah. like i graduated in that same room that was kind of cool and they uh would offer that like if you would help for like set up or tear down that you could like go that's cool and like be there for free and stuff so we were there like right like i was there a couple of months before it even started we heard rumblings of it starting and then the one day i'm sitting in class this is a cool story and they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put your two classes together, so we're gonna do this little thing. You guys just like we're not gonna tell you what it is, you just react to it, right? <laughs> so we're all sitting in class and the door opens and they wheel this card in and it's got like disco lights yeah. and smoke and fall coming out and it's playing this intro music and triple yeah. H walks <laughs> through the door. No shit. And we're all like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We're like, what is going on? Yeah. And they're like and dude, so basically they were starting um so WWE had 
come up with some scholarships to give to some people that were going in certain routes as far as they were like shooting the video. Gotcha. Because uh, also for edX, they would run like some of the rigs and things like that. Gotcha. So he came through and he had a couple big checks and he like called some people up and yeah. and did his thing. But yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that was just kind of blew out out of nowhere and stuff right. like that. Like all so. of a sudden, like, oh shit, this is real. This yeah, is the entertainment I world. Took man. a selfie with him. I remember yeah. it was like this is years ago, so yeah. like different terminology. But I'm like, can I take a selfie with you, dude? He's like. Yeah. You could take a selfie and I'll be in it, and, like, <laughs> and he like puts his fist up to my face. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, let's go. Yeah. But no, they they had a bunch of cool stuff like that, man. Like just like they had an ESPN Center down there where yeah. they could literally shoot a shoot like a, a Sports Center episode if they wanted mm. to. Um, different like dark rooms for photography, just pr- pretty like much different than any other college I like yeah. saw about growing up. Right, you know right. I mean? So full creative space. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I'm sure you made a bunch of connections there, networking and whatnot with like-minded individuals. Yes, no. Yeah, of course. That's like one of their biggest thing was like networking. Yeah, like and they they wanted you to do it in your job after school. They wanted you to do it while you were in there to learn how to do it. Yeah. The right, like all kinds of networking events, and it was great because not only was I managing Sakari, but I was like, well, I, I could do some of this for other people for for right. some for some side money or things like that, and. It's just great. There's I met a bunch of talented artists. Um, Megan Navarro was um, a girl that kind of sang like acoustic kind of uh, music, and she was she was really nice. She was great. Uh, different rappers. We did shows. Yeah. Actually, one of the cool things I did down there was it was hard to intern. Mm. It's hard to get an internship because the way school went, it was like you had two classes a month and each and it was like for a month. It was like excelled yeah. all year long. Yeah. So I'd have two classes. During the month, my schedule would be whatever it was. And the next month, my schedule would change. And the yeah. next month, my schedule would change. So it's constantly changing. So it's like was hard to find a, a internship to where I could be like, this is my set schedule right, and right, do right. it as well. But I actually started working with this recording studio down there. And the, I like said, hey, I could shoot videos, photos. Or like You got people coming in, things like that. And we linked up a couple different things. Like Jeezy came through one time. Yeah. And... Like we were at the studio when he came through, got to meet him and his managers and stuff. And then after chopping it up with him, he was like, oh, we're doing a show downtown uh, tonight. Like oh, we need extra camera guys. Uh, do, would you guys mind like coming and, sh- and filming for us? We'll like get you yeah. VIP and stuff backstage. We're like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, it was like me and three of my buddies and we only had two cameras. Hmm. So I was just like, you guys go have fun. And I just like put the VIP sticker on <laughs> and just watch the whole concert from the side stage. That's great. Like really, literally right next to his drummer. I, yeah. I, I don't know his name off the top of hand, but he's one of, he's like a really good drummer. Right, right. And I was like right next to him and, and I got to just kind of pretty much enjoy it instead of working. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, like Joel Ortiz, um, uh, uh, fat, fat Joe. Hell yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So that That's was like awesome. one cool thing that I kind of had an internship with that I was able to do, you know, meet some people and do some cool yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, I know um, a fond memory for myself. We did a video together uh, years ago. I don't know when it was specifically, but it was a while ago. The uh-huh. Rhythm Roulette joint. Oh yeah, for rip sure, off dude. the mass appeal joint. Yeah, um, I love that. That shit was fucking awesome, it. man. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I love doing stuff like that, man. Yeah. I like being like, um, I like being motivated and like doing things on my own without like having to be like, oh, I have to do this. Right, right. You know what I mean? So yeah, and it's always cool to vibe with people 
That's like, like I said, I can technically do that, but I could shoot it, make a cool video, and I know you could, and yeah. you were into it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And that was pretty sweet. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Man. I know you're still into it. We should yeah. do something. Again. Yeah, we definitely should. Definitely should. Because I come a long way since then. Also, hell yeah. Likewise, as well. myself yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, sure. I, I understand uh, copyright law now, which is a big fucking thing. Unfortunately, I wasn't really able to do a whole lot with that mm-hmm. uh, song that I made in the in the video. Start on TikTok, but, uh, man. You, you don't know. got no copyrights on there. <laughs> and they go viral. I, I follow this yeah. one guy. He goes, he orders some like uh, Japanese records and he goes to the, to the place and does the same thing and does yeah. that more regularly. Like yeah, not so yeah, much yeah. in depth as like a, a full video, yeah. but just quick little like two minutes of, uh, oh, yeah. Let me see can, if I, I mean, can the find a sample fine. in. Mm-hmm. The video is fine. The, the issue was with that is like I was on such steam from that video and all of it that I was like, fuck yeah, I want to do something with this song. So I ended up um, doing a cipher with the beat that I made in the video that we did. Right, right, right. And then um, got a music video shot for that from uh, Maggie Rudisill and yeah. like put a bunch of money into that and did all this other stuff. And then when it came to release it, I immediately got flagged. Really? Because they were like, you don't own the rights to the sample. I learned and that. And I was like, oh, fuck. I learned that early <laughs> It was on, hard. Dude. It was hard. Yeah. It was learned, a hard way to learn, but. I learned that necessary. early on, like when it came, even when it came down to. Uh, just trying to put like a song in the back of like a little yeah. little 30 second promo clip that yeah, I made. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I just, I'd, I'd give my buddy, era. my buddy down in Florida, I was a skateboarder and I'd give him forever fun gear and record him skating down the street yeah. and then just practice my edits and put a cool song behind it. And yeah. then I'd, I'd do all that work and I'd upload it and I'd get like copyright issues yeah, right, like for the song. And I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, the, the, the tempo and beat of the song is how I edited the whole video. So right. it's like, I can't just flip another song. Yeah. Right, right, right. Stuff. Yeah. So I learned there, you know, there is some stuff like that. Like you don't learn until you do it and find out. It's a part of the process, man. Mm-hmm. The forever fun process. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, quick, just throw this in there. Public record. I wanted to tell this story because you're here and I've been waiting to tell this to you. And I figured sure. I'll tell you on the podcast. All right. Um, so I did a, an interview um, with the Almanac podcast. I, ha- I was on their show. Uh, I don't know, like last year or something like that. And for whatever reason, the other day I listened back to it and I went like uh, super, I've, I've talked about it on at length on the podcast before, but I went super in depth about like my origin stories and getting into music and all that other shit. And it reminded me, I, I listened back to part of it yesterday because I was trying to find something that I said to for reference for something else. Dude, so when I was like in this weird in-between period of my life from leaving a band and like getting into DJing and whatnot. Um, I feel as if you were somehow directly integral or integral into like all of this now, right? So like I had, I was like DJ, I remember DJing at parties that either were yours or mm-hmm. that like you were somehow affiliated yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And then somehow or another, I remember vividly a couple times of like beatboxing at around like at yeah. a party that like you threw yeah. and then and then that introduced me to like jt who was like the first artist that i ever worked with yeah like way back long ago when i was recording in like a fucking office space somewhere right. or some shit so i just wanted to say thanks oh dude because like you were like throwing <laughs> parties me, and like dude. having <laughs> fun and shit but like you never know like that led to that that led to that that led to that to, you yeah, know what i mean that's like, awesome man yeah. like i try to trace shit like that all the time like i can literally like say confidently that I can like trace back like all the different steps and all the different people that I met and like little things that went this way or that way that led sure. me to like 
everything that I got going on right now. And you were definitely awesome, a part man. of that, man. So I appreciate that. I heavy. appreciate you for Whether saying that, Whether you knew man, at the yeah. time or not, you know <laughs> what I mean? Of course, I mean, of course you didn't, but like. Oh, sure. So thank you. Uh, you're, you're, you don't have to thank me, buddy. No, no. For you real, did it on real. your own, man. But that's just, that's just like the full encompass of like my idea. Like, yeah. it's not just a name. It's not just a brand. It's not just a business. Like it's, it's because it's hard to do that. But what, right. what makes it easier is just doing something that comes naturally to you. So yeah. I just try to do my business like I'd like to live my life just like anything else. And like I said, a bunch of this is just molds of things that I've when did when I was younger and grew into something else. Yeah, yeah. So just like you were saying, like there was some things that involved that got you down that down that path. Like that's pretty right, much my right, entire right. life. Like go down a path to see where it goes and I either keep going or I find some other path and go off. But yeah, yeah all, all that stuff makes up for I always say People always say you regret anything, regret anything. And it's like if anyone ever asked me that question, I say, you know what? I'm pretty happy with my life right now. Yeah. And and if I changed even one thing, I wouldn't be here. So the good and the bad, I always just try to say I don't regret anything. Yeah. So that's great, man. I, yeah, hell yeah. I appreciate you saying that. That's what we're all here for, you know, to yeah, vibe right. and love each other and just help each other no matter who you are to just uh, enjoy life and, and love life. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like you never know. Uh, for anyone out there listening and shit, I know there's a, a I mean, I don't know, we, we get like, st- like the stats and whatnot, but I don't know like the age group of people that listen. I would just like to assume that there's some younger people out there that listen as sure. well. But a message for y'all, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know what decisions you're going to make. So just fucking think of something and go do it. You know, positive vibes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it. so are you still working in, uh, in the video space? Uh, this past year since the pandemic, it's been hard to shoot video. Right. But also, whenever I shot video, I'd always do video for like someone that I either was like really good friends with, someone I supported during music, or just someone that needed that I already knew. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go out, out there and just be like, oh, I'm doing music videos for 300 bucks, wh- yeah. whoever wants them. Yeah, right. Because one, if I do a music video and I'm working on it and I hate the song, like, dude, I'm going to hate life. Yeah, you know what I mean, because it takes hours editing video. So mm-hmm. I, I never like wanted to do it as far as like oh, just like a money grab. You know what I mean. But uh, this past year, after or who knows now, two years, dude, whatever. It feels like it's been forever. Dude, I can't. Even, everything like used to feel like for me. Sorry to cut you off, but like like yeah. before like COVID and all that, I, I would always joke that it's like everything feels like it was three years ago. Yeah, and now everything feels like it was like ten years ago, but also like yeah. maybe it was because we're getting older and shit, you know. Dude, oh, time. I hear weird. you, man. I remember saying to myself in the beginning because I remember people just rumblings of, "Oh, dude, this is gonna last forever." And I just kept saying to myself in the beginning, "I'm like just imagining how it would be when like this is the norm and, and we're used to it, and yeah. now we're here." Yeah, you know what I mean, right? And it's like I've almost got to the point where like i don't even stress about it anymore it's like yeah whatever happens whenever we get out of it whatever yeah maybe we never will maybe things will change and you know i don't know man but yeah so i it was kind of hard to do video with people in general because everybody's so skittish about being around everybody and uh but it was also a good time for me to pick up clothing so i kind of kind of died down with the music videos Um, I love video editing though. Yeah. Like my two biggest things that I found out that I've come to love is is making clothing and shooting video because yeah. I'm a huge movie buff. Mm. Like movies, television, anything. I love I love it all. I watch it even if I just because I haven't seen it. Yeah. Even if I don't like 
have that much interest in it. Yeah, there's yeah. been plenty of times where I have done that and I've I've like loved it. Mm. You know what I've watched. So I, I watch a lot of directing styles and a lot of shot angles and things like everything I enjoy. I take into what I could do and use as far as myself. So I love music, uh, video editing in general. I want to make some uh, like a short film that has music involved. Hell yeah! Kind of kind of like a thirty minute uh, music video, like five different songs equal thirty minutes, and yeah. each kind of song has like a story behind it. Versus like someone just like singing the song yeah. to the. To, you know what I mean? So, but no, yeah, video kind of died down. I kind of picked up on the clothing. Um, I did the Dap House there for a little bit downtown. Yeah, yeah, dude. Vintage clothing store. I got some great fucking gear there, man. That uh, yeah, uh, my favorite piece though is that um, that uh, uh, what that Master P uh, uh, Full House ripoff joint. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, the little girl. Uh, what was it? The twins. I, I never. I, forgot all the shit i remember you buying that shit yeah, yeah dude i repped that shit heavy as fuck i just did laundry yesterday and i was like i gotta set this shit aside i, ha- <laughs> I hang it up bro like i don't even fold it oh, i love yeah, that dude. shirt bro it's legend yeah that's great and that yeah. that's also well that really kicked off like my having the dap house really kicked off my passion for doing clothing more because i was doing forever fun and i had some clothing already but my buddy andrew silvius and colin colin murray c murph uh, three of us came together. We all kind of had our own little thing going on and they were like, Hey, we can get this small place together. We can all split it, all split time, all split pay. It won't be too hard on any one of us, but we can all have a place to call our own and do our Hell own yeah. thing. And, uh, I, growing up, I always loved fashion. I loved sneakers and clothing, but I never really like wore it myself. You know what I mean? Like there's tons of things that I say, Oh, that's awesome. But like, I wouldn't wear it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's weird having a different like passion for what I wear as far as what I make or what I like. But um, I learned a lot of stuff. Like I didn't know too much about sneakers. Um, I didn't know too much about vintage other than I, I like I knew what was dope, but yeah. I didn't know why it was dope. And they taught me a lot of things like as far as stitching and, uh, you know, uh, screen printing and different things as far as like, oh, this is old or this isn't old. And uh, I learned more about sneakers because like if I was running the place and, and, and you know, own the place, I got to know what, what I'm talking about, what right. I'm selling, what I'm doing. So just by learning those kind of things from Sylv and Murph and just like learning more about like, okay, these sneakers are cool. These aren't. This is why they're cool. This is why people like this. Yeah. This is why people don't like this. Right. That kind of made kind of turned into more of the clothing and let me be more outgoing and, and know a little bit more of what I'm doing versus just like taking my one logo and putting it on the shirt. And yeah. then now just like venturing out to, to just different styles. I'm sure you learned a whole lot too, from having like just literally having a brick and mortar location. Yeah. That came, a lot that that came well too. That. We, we were doing really well. And, uh, fortunately like when COVID happened, we, there was a couple like three months there. We couldn't even have our doors open. Yeah, man. And then there was a little bit of time where we could only have a certain amount of people in, and yeah. it just it just got to a point where that became uh, stressful. Yeah, and it was like it's kind of like something that we're choosing to do for right. fun. We wanted to, and it was the stressfulness and hectic hecticness of yeah. it was overpowering. I mean, the brand like lives on. You can still do all the other shit, but now it's like, oh my god, we got to deal with like having fucking restrictions on who can come in the store yeah and like all like that's a lot man so Rent yeah and all that shit yeah it's never dead it just kind of like i said it just kind of morphs and transforms yeah. and everything but yeah so stopped doing videos started doing the dab house and then that just got me like more motivated into the clothing so the clothing's yeah. pretty much for the past two years has my been my main focus hell yeah mm-hmm. you're talking about shoes um 
I'm a I'm real big on not wearing shoes at all. Uh, <laughs> I started this thing uh, called the anti shoe cult. Okay. Uh, where it's uh, I mean, it's not a real thing. We <laughs> talked about it on a podcast a couple times, but uh, I guess it's real. Uh, now that the weather's getting colder, I I went out. Like I'm talking about, like I used to just not wear shoes at all, just barefoot everywhere. Try yeah. to like I like the feeling of like sure. feeling whatever being you know? grounded. Um, I bought these shoes the other day. I don't know shit about shoes. I looked at them. I said, "Hey, they look kind of cool. They're nice. They're running shoes. I know that. But for someone that like knows way more about shoes, you can be brutally honest with me. Like, are these cool shoes or are these? No, like, those are cool, old, man. Old man for shoes. Sure. No, I can tell they're newer. Uh, no, they're not old man. They shoes have like uh, like recycled materials. Yeah, some like on Nike trainers. Yeah, they're yeah. nice, man. They're always comfy. They're so comfortable. Black, all black yeah. with the white sole, dude. The classic. Yeah, no, I saw, and they look good with your forever fun shirt. You got hell yeah, bro. <laughs> no, I saw you wearing that outside, and I, wow. I I liked your shoes. So, like I said, I'm not as I'm not as big into it as some of these other guys are. Like just like Sylvan Murph, no tons. Yeah. But I just kind of learned like what what was dope and what wasn't, and kind of picked my own brand. Like because. Gotcha. Uh, Silver likes um, dunks or blazers. Yeah, and Murph yeah. likes dunks. Yeah, I saw so he I, was wearing like a different pair like every day yeah. for a month or something. So shit. I pretty much growing up, my cousins they always had Air Maxes, and I know yeah. Air Maxes are dope. And there's a bunch of different options. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to pick Air Max as my shoes. Right, right, right. And then you know, I bought like two or three pair to start off and kind of learn from that. But like, like I said before that, I just would do the same thing you do, just like go to the outlets, pair of black Nikes that are yeah. comfy. That's yeah, all right. I need, like all right. black. Some camo, yeah. Some Carhartt, some North Face. I want to get some camo. That's shit. all I pretty much I don't need. Have any camo shit. Camo stuff. I, I love get camo some stuff. I want to go hunting. Uh, uh, this coming season's actually coming up. I need to like get my shit in order, so I'm gonna need to get some camouflage. Let me know. I can hook you up. I also got some <laughs> bright orange. We can make you a little. You go hunting at all? You hunting? No, person? my family. Family grew up. My family always hunted uh, on my mom's side. Yeah. All my uncles, all my cousins, but my dad didn't hunt. Gotcha. So it's kind of like since my mom, my mom did when she was younger, but like when all the my uncles and cousins were going on trips, like she still wasn't into it. Yeah. And my dad wasn't into it. So I never really like ventured into that area. Right, right, right. I don't have any problem with it because they, they hunt in a way that they're like, they're not, it's not obnoxious. Yeah. You're using the meat, you're feeding <clears throat> yeah, yourself right, like right. we used to do back in the day and stuff. But I don't know if I could, man. That's why I want to go. Like we'll I want, see, I want to go because like I I'm eat a softy dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's great. I, but they like, taste I've great. never I've never <laughs> killed an animal and eaten it. I've and never I wanna, killed like, any type. Of I want to do that shit. I mean, it, so I don't know. It seems like uh, a natural roots, like a yeah, a very animalistic thing that used to just be like of like thoughtless back in the day. That's like right, how right. you did it. Yeah, yeah. right. We didn't I have feel like we, stores back. Then, exactly. Right. I've been. You know, blessed enough to I don't have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? So I've thought about it before. I thought about if I could. I just think I would feel too bad, man. Yeah. Like I could be there and if my uncle or them and they they, they, they bag a deer and Yeah. Yeah, give me some give me some jerky, man. Give me yeah. some deer jerky Oof. from there. I'll love it, yeah, dude. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah, I just don't think I could. I yeah. just think I would feel too bad. Right. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Like I I, I respect the animals. I mean sure. the weird thing is like, um <clears throat> my my dad has a uh a place up in the mountains and the deer up there are so used to seeing people that they'll just like walk right up to you and you can yeah. like feed them out of your hand and shit. And I've been doing that shit since I was little. Yeah. And like the last time I was up there, I had this in my mind already. I was like, I need to find like, cause I know I, there's like the legal shit. I got to get a hunting tag. I got to get all this other stuff. I got to figure out like permit, whatever. I got to find someone that actually like, 
I have a couple people that like, I've talked to that I think one of them is going to actually like take me with them because I can't just go like get oh, I, if I if I get all the legal shit or whatever figured out, watch some YouTube videos. I'm not just walking <laughs> out in the woods with a rifle like all right, yeah. like what's next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to like tr- like track an animal and shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I was I was feeding this deer fucking like carrots or whatever out of my hand, looking at it, and I was like could I shoot you in the face right now? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So like, I want to shoot him in the face. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I guess you want to get like the meat. You don't eat the head meat, do you? So you shoot him in the lungs or in the heart, I think. Yeah. You try for the heart. Yeah. It's the quickest of painless. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to uh, work out. I think I'm going to go in November. So I'm going to have to fucking, I'll hit you up and let you know if I could pull the trigger. Yeah, man. Literally. Let let me know. So, I mean, it's definitely not like, it's not something you should feel bad about. Yeah. Cause like we said, it's a life though. You know, sure. But, but yeah, it's a, like an animal, though. You got to eat it. But also, it's weird, you know. The, right. Like the value that we put on different animals. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. If I was like, "Hey, man, like I just shot a dog," I don't think anyone would like. Everyone would be mad. Right. We love dogs. We love dogs. Right. But like yeah. a dog and a deer, it's the same like concept. It's just that sure. we have like a different relationship with them. Right. You know. Yeah. I. It's uh, weird. Yeah, they're they're domesticated. Right. But yeah, I mean, I I seen videos recently of uh, like cows mm. and like a, like a farmer and yeah, they're yeah. like singing to them and they're like hugging yeah. them and laying in the grass with them and they're like yeah. why would you want to eat yeah I'm like, right i'm like yeah man that, that thing is cute as shit yeah right you right. know what i mean but dude yeah. do i love a burger yeah hell yeah you know what yeah. i mean so right, right. damn bro like <laughs> it's fucked man i mean I, we were just talking a little bit off mic like I, for like not really for like dietary reasons or any i just kind of like stopped eating red meat for a while mm. but i've been eating so much chicken and i and a friend of mine is a vegan and they were like, you know, like out of all the animals that get mistreated, like like chickens get fucked over the worst. Right. And I don't like, I don't want to say I don't care. Like I, I don't, I mean, ultimately I guess that is kind of what it is. I look the other way about it. Like I feel bad, sure. but I'm also like, what are we going to do? There's so many fucking people. We need to feed all the people. Now we have all these like factory farming techniques and all this other stuff. I don't agree with it, but I also don't have a better solution. So I'm kind of just like right. standing there at the supermarket, like grabbing a p- fucking thing of chicken. And I'm like, sure. I know this came from somewhere. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I think it's more or less these days, things like that are to, like you said, may, make, like you may not be able to change how the world runs, but like you could live your lifestyle the yeah. way that would make you happy and right, proud. Right, so I right. think things when people try to like stop eating or change what they're eating or do it in a different way, that's, you know, it's just them doing their part as far as who they feel as a person they are versus like change, making change. I know if you want to go chicken, make change though, you could protest with your dollar. You know what I mean? You could choose who you, who you purchase from. Sure. And I mean, yeah, spread, spread the word and, Talk bad. to people about, about it. To say something. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say free range. You get yeah. free range chickens. They're yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's a lot better. Uh, I'm a yeah. Broncos fan. Vaughn Miller, uh, player on there. He he got all. In, he's like into hunting, into fishing, and he yeah. got so into like free range chickens that he, like he has his own farm oh, hell yeah. of like free range chickens yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like they're not they're not smashed they're together. Shit, they're right, all right. nice and they, and they get their eggs and they yeah yeah. So it's like even though you yeah. can kind of find some changes to yeah. make that is like a like maybe a little bit different as far as like what you think should happen or not, and not so much as like change or yeah. progress in the world. Right, right. I mean, I I buy like free range chicken and and free range eggs and and all that organic stuff or whatever but part of me is also like there's got to be some like loophole because they're still they're producing like factory or they're producing 
uh, like free range chicken uh, from Purdue. Yeah, but yeah, like, you're like, like, or like, like what free, do you got a little farm yeah, on the, on the like, hill <laughs> or like, for your free range chickens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm thinking is like there, there's like free range. The concept of like treating the animals better has become so much normalized that now the masses want free range. So then they still have to figure out how to do that at scale. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, ah, like I've never been to one of those farms. I don't know how they're doing it. Yeah. Well, that's but, where your pricing comes in. That's why. Yeah. It's sad these days that the most unhealthiest things for us are the cheapest. I know, man. And the, health, the healthiest things are the most I expensive. I have it a makes it even harder to try to do the right thing. It's fucked. It is. There's a there's a photo somewhere deep on the Rock 10 Instagram page. Um, I think it's still on there. I was at a nursing home years ago to see my uh, uh, grandma at the time that was there. And they had like a little cooler thing and it was like a water bottle uh dollar uh can of soda fucking like 50 cents uh-huh. and i was like oh. that's the fucking problem man. oh for that's sure the fucking dude. problem for sure <laughs> you know I'm like yeah, what the fuck 69 dude? cents for yeah. some rc yeah. cola yeah 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 and it's 249 for a bottle for of water. fiji yeah like, fuck off and it wasn't even it was like it was like a bottle of fucking like i don't know Normal whatever water. you know what i mean just a yeah. bottle of water mm-hmm. yeah there, I, I have my i have my own thoughts about things like that in general yeah like i can be very opinionated at sometimes and but i also that's kind of a downfall sometimes because i usually think i'm always right mm. and I, that's the one thing i've tried to learn uh, as the years go is just to like hear people out you know what i mean it's like before i would just be like no no no, no. i don't give a shit what you say and now i now i try to hear more people hear people out more yeah but i also it can it can be either way. Like it can come and someone can speak to me, talk to me, and I can agree one hundred percent. They can change my mind, but also they could talk to me. I could hear that what they have to say, and that could also be like, okay, I still disagree. Right. But I at least took the moment to try to understand or hear the other person's thoughts, and I've seen it's probably like fifty fifty of anything you want to talk about. Me giving someone an opportunity to share their opinion or like maybe change my mind. About half the time, maybe I there's like a time where I'm just like, I can see what you're talking about there. It's like, and if I didn't do that or or like try to do that, then I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't understand right. that. You know what I mean? It's just goes back and as far as like I'm I'm I may not be the smartest guy, but I'm always trying to learn anything at any level at any time if I can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So say you're good at production, I'm not that good at production. You want to give me some tidbits or talk about what you like and how you like to do. Even if it's not like, hey, I'm going to go be a producer. Yeah. Hell, I'll still listen to what you have to say. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right, right. And and who knows? That way, next time I'm talking to somebody and they throw out some words, I might know a little bit about, you know what I mean? Hell like, yeah. oh, Hell for yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I know how to quantize a fucking beat. Yeah, exactly. So just that. always trying to trying to get better. Oh, man, it's beautiful to hear. I mean, like, I personally, like, I. I try to like if I'm gonna make a decision on anything, I try to like argue with myself on the pros and cons, or like the argument for and against both sides of the issue, right. whatever it is. It might be like I don't do it for like you know simple bullshit, like where what am I gonna make for dinner tonight or whatever, but like real shit, you know. Like I'll try to like real issues, real big things, and 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 opinions and 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 stuff going on in the world or whatever. I'll try to look at the argument from one side and like 
get all the evidence on it, get all the facts, get all the opinions and convince myself that whatever that, like not convince myself, but like try to agree with it, right? And then I'll look at the other side and do the exact same. And then once I have all that shit together, I'll look at it with all the information together and be like, all right, like what do I feel? Right. No, now knowing what I know. Form your own opinion. And like to do that in person with people is, is incredibly important. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. uh like, uh, you know, um, it's incredibly important to be able to sit down with someone that has a different opinion than you, whether it's for music or life or whatever, and be able to just talk. You mm-hmm. know, like I am currently on the podcast. I'm trying to find like, it's a weird way to say it, but I'm trying to find like hateful people. <laughs> like To interview? Yeah, and it's fucking hard as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm trying to find people with hate in their heart because mm-hmm. I want to, try to understand their point of view so i can like because i don't like for example excuse me whenever i put this out there's going to be an episode that are like a couple episodes that have already come out that the timeline's all weird or whatever Hmm. where i talked up some fascinating stuff with some fascinating people that i full-heartedly agree in with like doing really good activism work and all this other good shit for the community around here doing really good stuff for uh you know bunch of stuff i'm trying to find like the other opinion of that sure and i don't know how to do it because like no one like how do you it's i I don't even know if like i don't know how to explain what i'm saying like i'm trying to find like racists and shit (laughs) that i can like sit down and talk to and be like why do you feel this way sure you know what i mean i get what you're saying not so i can like develop my own opinion that's not what i'm saying i say that in the same sentence because like i want other people to see where they're coming from and then hopefully we collectively can like change their mind you know what i mean or like maybe they can talk to me or talk to somebody else and they can hear another opinion right and then we can have a educated conversation about whatever the issue is like not just racism and whatnot but like all things like i'm trying to i I feel like i'm constantly talking to people that um like i mostly agree with most stuff already you know if that makes sense you know what i mean sure yeah because like why how else would you have linked and how else would you yeah agreed to do this because they thought it was cool and you're the one doing it yeah yeah yeah. i think your i think your first thing you want to do is to take the word hate out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad always said growing up, he would always say, don't use the word hate. Hate hate is, yeah. a, is a very... Yeah, I guess to be like, hey, very, do you have hate in your heart? It's a I'd very like strong word, yeah, true, he would true. always say. And it's just like one of them, little, like I spoke about before, like little sayings or little quotes that I would just try to remember and like like try to direct my life in that path. Yeah. Is he just always says, hate is a very strong word. So no, even, right even to that. these days, if I'd be like, oh man, I hate this. I, I, it still comes up in my head and I think to myself, oh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. And I'll just be like, I don't like this. You know what I mean? So, uh, and also the people that you're trying to reach, they don't think that they're, they, they're hate. They have hate. Yeah, true. True. You know what I mean? Right. And they don't think that they're like, you're not technically on that side. So right. you're viewing them as that you've got to look at their, you viewing you as that. Do you know what I, I mean? See. Yeah. So it's like they they difficult. think they're right. They think they're righteous <clears throat> yeah, everyone, and almighty. I'd like to think that everyone think, thinks they're doing the right thing. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone does. Like dude. Everyone even thinks like the worst oh, possible things. Of course. You know, like all the people Nazis do and shit. It. We're like, yeah, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. The people that know they're doing the wrong thing and still do it are just like yeah. are evil people. Yeah. Like right, people right, that right. are murderers. I don't want to have any of them. Fucking. I'm not going to invite them. You can tell those people aren't right in the head. But of course, everyone to this, everyone that 
<clears throat> does whatever they do for whatever reasons they think they're right mm-hmm. and they they think they know what's best but like you like we've been talking about i think that's a really good way uh to live life like see both sides and then form your own opinion yeah especially these days because the internet and just so many things that you don't know what to believe and there's so many so many ideas and so many strong viewpoints on mm-hmm. on one end or the other that it's just like <clears throat> okay if i watch this video one day i would have that opinion on it because I watched that video. But if I would watch the opposite video that day and not that, yeah. I'd be more directed towards that. Right, right, and right. And it's just it's just life now. It's just you wake up, videos are there, person speaking to you about whatever it is, and you instantly are just like, okay, I trust you know what you're talking about. Yeah. When a lot of people don't really know what, what yeah. the fuck they're talking about. And a lot of like big like headline surfing and shit too. Like my mom yeah. just sent me this article the other day, and I read the uh, <clears throat> I read the headline immediately turned around to my girlfriend and started telling her about all this shit. I'm like, yo, like, listen to this crazy shit, whatever. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. I heard, like, something different about that, though. Like, and asked me a question that I couldn't answer because I just literally read the headline. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Let me me check with the article. And, dude, this article was, like, the long... It was a study that she sent me about something. And it was, like, (laughs) I don't know, like, fucking, like, like, uh, 300 pages long. And my mom had read the whole thing and, like thought about me and sent it to me or whatever i forget what it was it was some like interesting music thing um and i was like i don't want to read all this right now <laughs> so then i was like kind of yeah, like yeah. skimming through it and shit is there like a 30 second video yeah right like summary i can like, watch yeah. it this. <laughs> and, it's like, and then i was like in the moment i was like kind of like thinking about it and i was like oh fuck like <laughs> i get it you know i do that shit all the time and sure. like it's problematic and then you like we don't get in like politics really much on the show but just to touch on it slightly like you know, you look at like political stuff and, and, and like where people are getting their information and whatnot. And like, I'm guilty of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll look at headlines and be like, all right. But sometimes like the headline isn't actually like what the the fact or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just, it's, it's the title it's the to worst. the thing you're supposed to read. Like, and it's also the, it's also the, the eye catcher. So yeah, it's man, also the, the thing thumbnail, that, the clickbait. Yeah, it's also the thing that's like they to get you to read the rest yeah. of it. And sometimes they'll put out headlines that that will literally mean opposite of what they're saying, but they're saying yeah. it to be quirky. Yeah, it, right, right. So it'll be like, oh, wait a second, they're totally against what this is saying. Yeah, yeah. But the way they word it at is because they want me to to read this and look at it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's really hard, man. I just I just think I think you're on the right path, and you got the best idea. It's just like you know. Try to hear as much detail as you can from either side, and then you you know what you believe and what you want to be. So sometimes yeah. there is no right answer. Yeah, you know what I mean. So sometimes it's just like what you want to believe in and what you want to you know have as a viewpoint in life. Definitely. But it, it's it's way better to form on with with more information for sure. Definitely, man. I don't know if it all like for me like <clears throat> at the end of the day, if I can make art, make people smile, if I can have a good belly laugh that day. <laughs> Absolutely. Then, like everything else is fine. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Fuck it up. And I don't think I don't think everyone's into that either. Because <laughs> no, I meet some people and I'm just like, dude, you are grumpy. Yeah. Like like you do have hate in your heart. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. and I I don't know you that well, but I wish you could just like like find a way to let that go. Yeah. Because I th- I think you know a lot of negative things and a lot of hate and a lot of people arguing and fighting about things are viewed on 
bigger than they are pretty much mm. people don't like to talk about people getting along yeah people don't like to talk about people loving each other they do like you see a video oh look at this man he rescued this dog or he gave this homeless person some money and that makes you feel good mm. but then there's another video right after it that's has nothing to do with that and people like that more you know what i mean yeah, like, so like the, all the videos of people like fighting and shit in the streets all kinds of stuff over dude. dumb shit that everyone people shares, breaking bones people yeah. getting shot like yeah. in video and i'm just like how can yeah. you i'm like how can you watch this man yeah and some people look at it like it's a set like what there's nothing yeah there's nothing there was that video uh <clears throat> i think it was this past christmas it was like somewhere in, i think outside of philly it was an older man and his wife shoveling and they got in an argument with the with the neighbor across the street and he just comes out with like with like an M4 and just shoots him in no the middle shit. of the street yeah, and that. just goes back inside yeah. and it got all captured on like on like this camera that was on the people's yeah. people's thing right and I'm just like some uh, someone reposted on Twitter and I saw it and I was like oh man I can't believe yeah. I watched that I was like I cannot I'm sick to my stomach Yeah. and then uh, I'm in like a group friend a uh, group chat with a couple of friends and they're like they're like, oh, you saw the video? Show me the video. I'm like, no, I don't want to send you the video. I'm like, you shouldn't watch it. And they're like, no, no, send it. Yeah. And I'm like, here's the link, man. Watch it at your own risk. And they just thought it was nothing. Yeah. They're just like, oh, that that ain't that ain't nothing. I've seen worse. And yeah. in my head, I'm thinking like, dude, this made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. I'm like, how how are you? How are you? Nor- how is this normal to you? Dude, I, I haven't talked about it a little bit, or I haven't talked about it in a little bit on the podcast, but like the concept of like being decentralized to violence is a huge fucking problem. And the internet has like, Dude. bro, when I was, uh, I don't know, like 12 or like 13 or 14 maybe, I remember like being over at a buddy's house and they had like, you know, the family computer and we were like looking at titties or whatever and we we're like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then like within that same day, we like saw some guy get his head chopped off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And faces, it was like, faces of yeah, death. bro. And like the BME Pain Olympics Dude. and all that, that dude cutting his dick off and shit. Oh my God. And like, Dude. I was like, I thought at the time I was like, this is fucking the worst possible thing I've ever seen ever. And trying right. to rationalize it as a young human being. And then flash forward to like 20 years later, 10 years later. And I'm like, I see horrible shit now. And I'm like, hmm, that's mm. pretty fucked up. But I don't feel the same way about it. Right. You know what I mean? And then that that's the videos of shit. I mean, unfortunately, I've seen some fucked up shit in real life um, that I think probably made a bigger impact. But right. the thing that freaks me out is like, uh, like younger generations and shit are growing up with like the access to phones and tablets mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Like you, there's parent blockers and all this other shit, but you know, kids always find a way. Sure. You know, I remember that, like we couldn't play games on the computers in high school, but like we figured out some proxy or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they know more than their parents. Now. Yeah. What are they going to do? tech and shit, like, you know? Yeah. And like, uh, it freaks me out. Cause it's like, um, you know, I can't imagine like being inundated with, all, like all that the internet has in a good and bad way from the get-go right you know like i was I think we're, we're like you, you said you're in your 30s you said your early 30s yeah i just turned 32 in okay. september so i'm 27 we're like around the same generation you know what i mean mm-hmm. we, i think we probably are in the same generation yeah i mean when i was younger there, uh-huh. was, there was no internet yeah no nah. at one point <clears throat> i remember like i remember when like AOL, AOL dial, was a thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like the access to it wasn't you know I remember when we got a computer, it was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, we can like, no one can call in because the phone line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, now and like, these that's kids like the last of these it. These kids don't know anything. These kids were born with an iPhone. Yeah, man. And I was just screen. at the tail end of it, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, We've come a long way in, in 30 years. Yeah. 
And, it, and it's like, it's fucking terrifying, dude, because like, maybe it's, I hate to say it, like maybe I'm getting older and, and starting to think in a different way about some shit. But one argument that I always heard when I was younger that I really didn't fucking agree with at all, and I, I don't necessarily agree with it 100% now, but I've started to think about it more, was the concept of like violent video games and all that other shit causing kids to be more violent. Mm. And I'm like, that's dumb. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. But if you watch like a video of some dude like chopping another guy's head off a bunch of times when you're little, mm-hmm. and then later in life you see some horrible shit and it doesn't affect you that much, isn't that the same argument? So then if you like put the same concept into like, yo, like Call of Duty and shit, like, I don't know, man, like it's like you're killing other people. You're pretending to kill other people. Right. Is it, how, do you draw a parallel with that? I, I'm not sure because like I play Call of Duty and I don't kill people. Right. You know what I mean? But like that's not mm-hmm. I just all of it's man. Like I don't have any kids and I, I'd like to have kids someday. And I, I think about this shit. And I'm like. Dude, shout out to all the parents out there navigating this new world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, scary expect, shit for sure. Like, I remember when I was younger and I'm looking at my uncles and aunts and mom and dad and like the age I'm at now or a little bit later. And you always like, man, they got their shit together. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They're parents. They're being parents. Yeah, they're and, adults. And then you get to this age and you're just like, <laughs> we're like, was this? Was this what they were going through? Uh, you know what I mean? You're just yeah. like, dude, it's just ignorance is bliss when you're a kid, you know? Yeah. And then you get that old and you're just like, well, my whole world's fucked. Yeah. Like this this is not what I thought. Like if I, And if I would have realized this and known this, I would have been like, listen to my parents. Yeah, before. right. I thought there was going to be this like moment in time where it's like, you're an adult now. Yeah. Everything's like, like uh, well, you get like a- Congrats, uh, a, you're an adult. Yeah. You get a thing in the mail and it's like, everything makes sense. Nah, yep, Life sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking it's the growth man it's fucking nah, it definitely weird is. Bro. And it is scary like you said because if if you look at it like the more technology we get smarter we get the more advanced we get yeah the quicker we're going to continue to get moving forward big fact you know what i mean if you look at our grandparents so when we were born you know like 60 year span right then all that stuff in a 60-year span of advancement has probably equals to the last 10 years of us Yeah, as far as advancement and different things yes. as technology and videos. And like you said about playing video games and the, the thing about it is imagine what the video games are going to look like in 10 years. They're going to literally look like like human yeah, beings. Yeah, like real life shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like every day, 2K, every year, 2K adds more sweat. Yeah. And they look they look more <laughs> realistic. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? But can, now they're like VR. Yeah, right. Like it's going to be to the point where it's literally like you looks like you're looking at a human, you're playing VR and you're like shooting a gun. Yeah. Like yeah, so I I don't I I think I think the visualization of it, but I don't think it's going to like like make you do any one thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I think guess you, that's all still ultimately up to the human. And sure. Their I think you may be dumbed down by it and and like numb to it. Right. And it is going to get worse, dude. It, it is going to get worse. But yeah, I think if you have that inside you, that's already inside you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I hate to uh, hit this in the bud um, in the middle of a good conversation, but we are uh, on running on limited time this morning. Um, I wanted to thank you so fucking much for coming on the yeah, podcast man, and sitting it. down and talking to me. You're more than welcome to come back whenever you want. I definitely would love to collab on some shit in the future for sure. Always. Thanks again for the fucking swag. As always, repping your shit right now. Forever fun. Where can the people find you? Um, anything you want to plug? And uh, again, thanks for coming on. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. I know we've been trying to set this up for a while. And um, our schedules have been 
a little different. But uh, yeah, once again, appreciate having it. I, I was looking forward to this. Um, I mean, never had never had anybody interview me like this. I've done some interviews, but never had anyone interview me. Yeah, and just being kind of a general topic here, uh, as far as format, it just was good. Like, pe- like everybody likes talking about themselves. You know what <laughs> I mean? So yeah, it, the hour flew by, but yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you can find my stuff at itsforeverfun.com, itsforeverfun.com, and then that's the same on all social media. So Twitter, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. I pretty much just stick to my website and Instagram because uh, I, I mostly put stuff out for my business i don't like have any personal stuff i don't like being on there for that like i don't enjoy posting pictures of myself but yeah instagram um i do customs like i do bleaching and tie-dyeing and those usually i post for on instagram because they're like one ofs and it's like i don't want to put them online to sell because i only have one of it but then online you can go to i have some more um like solidified designs that i have multiple things in different categories and stuff like that so yeah just the website is foreverfun.com you can check that out and the same on instagram um i'm posting stuff like every week like probably two three nights a week i spend a couple hours on doing clothing because like one i enjoy it like i said but but two i'm trying to trying to advance this and progress this i just had a pop-up shop last um, month at marion court yeah so it's just like a saturday night from like uh seven or eight to like 10 or 11 we just set up shop and made some decent sales and some people bought some clothing that didn't, you know, never heard of me before and things like that. So I think I'm going to try to do one, one a month at least, whether or not be at Marion or all over, but I'm going to try to stick to one pop-up shop a month, uh, somewhere here in Lancaster working with Corio on, uh, some things. He's a good artist around town, but yeah, pretty much that's it. So just online, some, uh, website for the main gear, Instagram for the customs and then just be on the lookout uh, each month. Uh, and I also post on Instagram like where I'm going to have pop up shops. That's where you can physically come look at it, feel, uh, try it on, see what looks good. Because I do a lot of different things like some 3M, some puff paint. Uh, that new hoodie I just gave you is glow in the dark yeah. uh, uh, design on there and things like that. So, yeah, Byron. So thanks for having me. Uh, shout out to Earspace Podcast. Glad I finally made it onto that level. Hell yeah. I feel uh, a little more popular. And uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be jealous when this comes out. I'm just uh, mad we don't have a camera to see your beautiful mug. Oh, yeah, bro. All Appreciate right, brother. It. I love you. Thanks for having me.